You are listening to the Become a Guitarist Today podcast with Adam Roach. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 111. With my guest today, the guys from Primal Fear. So I have guitarist Tom Nauman and bassist and vocalist Matt Sinner. So we talk about the new album called Metal Commando, which is out July 24th. Plus we go into some of the detail about recording and the songwriting for the album as well. Plus lots more. Now before we do go to the interview, I just want to announce I do have a new sponsor for the podcast, Ernie Ball. So any guitarist out there will know Ernie Ball make great guitar strings, plus a lot of other accessories as well. So check out their site, it's in the, the show notes. And welcome aboard, Ernie Ball. And again, my other sponsors, Custom Guitar Picks, Musician, and Living Music. So thank you all once again, really appreciate your support for this little podcast I do be called Become a Guitarist today. Now next week, I'm actually going to be joined live with three amazing guitarists on my Facebook page. So if you're on the Become a Guitarist Today Facebook page, check it out next Sunday. So next Sunday, the 26th of July, 2020, I'm going to be joined with Robin Ferguson from South Africa, Phoenix from Brazil, and Jennifer Batten from the States. So they've all got some new things coming up, so it's going to be a great little interview, and I look forward to seeing you guys online. Now stay tuned to the end of this podcast, where I do have another very special announcement. So let's go over this interview now. First of all, we're going to talk to Tom, then we'll go over to Matt. Hello, is that Tom? Hello, Adam. This is Tom. Hey, how are you, mate? I'm fine, thank you. Where do you live, Adam? I'm in uh, Melbourne, Australia. Oh, ah, I've been there twice. Oh, really? We played there with Prime Fear. Last time, I think, was like 18 we were there, I guess. We played Melbourne there. Oh, do you remember, where'd you play in Melbourne? I can't remember the place. <laughs> I can't remember while we were doing the interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. When you play over 100 shows a year, you, you can't remember all the places you've played. I sure know that played Melbourne, and uh, I met the, the guitar player, Johnny Stoy from Pegasus. Yeah, because we did the tour together in 1998, and so we were in uh, in Japan, and then I, I called him on Facebook, or I wrote him on Facebook, hey, Charlie, I will be in Melbourne in the next couple of days, do you have some time for, for a couple of beers? And then he came over with his brother, and we had a hell of a time, so it was real fun. Love to talk about the, the new album, if that's okay. Metal Commando. Have you already listened to it? I have. Yes, it's unbelievable. Oh, okay, thank you. Just everything in uh, the quality and the, the harmonies, the guitar solos, harmony solos. You got everything in there. It's really good. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. No, no problem. So, how long have you been doing this album for? Everybody started writing at home, and everybody brought in his ideas, and then. I went to Mad Powers and then we started working on some ideas and then we got Magnus and then we, we got the other guys, so like Ralph and everybody brought in his ideas and then, you know, like when you start having an idea in your basement and you, you pick up your guitar and you play a little bit and you go like, oh, that sounds like a nice idea. And then you start recording it and then you go with this small idea to your guys and then you see how this stuff develops and yeah. uh, then you 
bring it on an album, and then it's a pretty uh, amazing time. So I can't really tell you when we really started for this for this album. We started collecting ideas, and then we just had a, like a sort of a deadline. It looked like by the end of November we have to finish all the stuff, and then we go to to choose which songs we will put on the album and which songs will be on the on a, as a bonus tracks and all that stuff, and then. We decided which songs we will put on the album, and uh, then we went into the record studio and we recorded all the stuff, and um, it went on this, this time. And we're, I think we're really proud this time because it's the first album for Nuclear Blast after more than, I think, 20 years or so, or, or maybe 15 yeah. years. I can, and I'm uh, really proud of, of all the, of the songs we did on this album, and I think it's, a, it's another step in the history of Simon Fear, and it's like, I think that the last two albums, Breaker and Apocalypse, they're really strong album, and and I think it was tough to to, to make a better album than Apocalypse for Primus here. Yep. But I think that with Metal Commando, we really reached a, a new level in, because I think that the songs are stronger and they fit more better together this time. And I think we really will bring out a, a good and strong album. Yeah, because actually I noticed I heard in another interview that you said. Apocalypse was um, recorded like a lot via Dropbox and sending files and everything. So was this one the same, or was it more playing together? I know now, nowadays it's more like um, we went into the studio to, to Denmark where we mixed the album, and, and Michael Array, our new drummer, he recorded real drums. At least it was real drums in, in Denmark, and then we everybody had his own studio at home, so we started. Magnus and, and Ralph and Matt, they recorded the stuff uh, at home. Alex and I, we went together with Matt to the studio of our front of house mixing guy. Okay. For like two or three days and recorded some. Himself over there and it was real fun and, and pure fun to, to hang together in a studio and to be creative and to, to collect ideas and to, to check other things out and, and so we push this even more a little bit because when you're at home, you just record the stuff. Mm. But now it was like there were two guys or three guys listening to what you are doing and they try to, to bring in their, their, their ideas and they try to, to improve you and, and all that stuff. And it was a, a pretty healthy and, and a really good time. And uh, we really appreciate the way we did it with, with Alex and, and Matt and I. Yeah, I think the songs are speaking for itself this time. So did you have to sit down with Alex a lot to figure out like who's going to do which solo and which harmonies and things like that? Uh, yeah, we do. We know when there's a more faster song, we know who, which style fits more into this kind of song and when we do ballads, who can play the ballads and all the stuff. And so, but we also try to, it was like everybody has a fair share. Yeah. So like that, that one is doing ten, 10 solos and the other guy is doing two solos. So we really we are having like a like we're all musicians and we're we're all having like a competition yeah. because everybody wants to play everything but in this band to be honest like I know Alex for like I know 30 years right now mm. so we're still having a, we're still having a, a competition
competition, but it's a really healthy competition. Mm. And, it, and in the end, it's all fine. So we, we are also playing together in a, in a, in a thing called Rock Meets Classic. I'm not sure if you ever have heard of that. I've heard of that, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, so and we're playing together and there's like, we will have Joey Tempest next year and we'll have some different kind of guys. This year we had Alice Cooper. Yep. Every time we split up all the songs and the solo, like 50-50. Mm. And there's no really competition. So it's like talking, we know each other for so long. I think you would fit into this solo and you would fit into this solo and then we try really not to be, I don't want to, I, I want to do this solo and they go, if you don't fit into this solo, yeah, but I want to do this. No, it's not childish, it's like really, we try to be, put in the best part for everybody and to bring out the best of us in, in try to, to bring it into the song. Yep. That's the most important thing. If, if you, you don't have to be selfish or stuff like that, you have to be like more, more like a team player and, and if, if some, some style of somebody else it's feeling more to a song than you should do the solo and do the recording so mm. I don't have a problem with it I'm, I'm too old for that shit right now <laughs> yeah that's right yeah definitely yeah because I noticed you had a few tracks I think it was um The Last and The Forgotten and also Afterlife uh, it sounded like they were both like trading solos like you did one and Alex did one yeah I guess I, I because I I was involved in Afterlife so when, when I wrote the song, it's like for me, it's always like, oh, that would be nice if we could do like, like a guitar pedal over here, over there, and then it would finally end up in a harmony solo. Yeah. So it's like really, it's like a real fun job to to go like, ah, let's do like, I play the first part and Alex doing the second part, then I play the next part, Alex doing and the, the fourth part, and then we go together and play double harmony lead solo. And in the end, sometimes we just work it out like that, and it's like. As long as it works, it's, it's fine with me, you know? Yeah. So that, that is you doing the first solo in Afterlife? I think so. <laughs> I think I just, give, me, give me a second. I yeah. will listen to it because okay. I, I, the last time, I, I, I can't remember when I listened, the last time on this album because when you start writing a song, yeah. I think I got the main idea for, for, for Afterlife. And then I, I went to Mad and we wrote the song together. But then, then you start to record the album and then you go like, Okay, now you heard that you have heard the song a thousand times. Yep. Then you do the mixing, and then you listen to the album, the song again and again. Then there will be a time when you go like, uh, "I'm so happy that I don't have to listen to the songs anymore." Yeah. So um, <laughs> let me check that. I can tell you. Yeah. Okay, that's me. The first one is me. Okay. It's really good, yeah. <laughs> when you don't listen to that stuff for like three or four months because you're so busy, and then you have the opportunity, to have the possibility to listen to it after four months. You're like, what the fuck did I play there? <laughs> <laughs> you have to go back and relearn it. That sounds awesome. And then you go like, oh, I think I need to. And then probably you have, when we play that song live, yep. 
That's right. <laughs> and the next up is uh, Forgotten. Yeah, The Lost and the Forgotten. Great, great solos. Oh, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. What's your favorite track on the album? Actually, I was just going to say, probably Afterlife was the one that really stood out to me. Just the actual song as itself. It's a great song. All right, cool. My favorite song is I'm Alive, during the, the, the beginning. It was hard to pick, though. I mean, they're all great songs, even like... Uh, Hear Me Calling, I really like that song oh, yeah. as well. So we did, we, we, we shoot it, uh, two videos for I'm Alive and Hear Me Calling. Oh, really? So to support the album a little bit, as you probably might know, we yeah. are not allowed to tour in this fucking time. Yeah, that's because right. Because of the virus. Yep. So we have to support the album because the album will be out in July mm. 24th. We are Nuclear Blast and uh, I don't think that we can uh, support the album by by touring so I think all of our touring plans and, and, and festival plans will be killed by the virus yeah there's no, there's no other possibility to do it like that but to be honest I think that Time of Fear is a live band and for us it's really important to have the possibility to be on stage in front of our fan and in front of our audience and to have a good time with them and, and yeah. to play new songs live and, and now it's really tough not to be on tour and to be on stage just like the drive-in cinemas. Like a drive-in cinema. And so on Sunday, I, I, I played a show and I was on stage and there were like cars in front of me. And after every song, they give you like the blinders or the, the sirens <laughs> and the horns. <laughs> oh, well. But you don't see anybody because you're in that car. Well. You don't even allowed to, to stage dive. <laughs> <laughs> Jump on the bonnet of the car. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that would have been a bit experience. That would be an experience, yeah. Yeah. For the guy in the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hear me calling, hear me crying for you on my journey. 30,000 feet above the ground. A million 
That song, hear me calling, it reminded me a little bit of Queen Drakey, especially with the vocals. Really? Oh, cool. A little bit, yeah. Oh, I, never, I never thought of it, but you might be right, yeah, because I think that, that, that's the song that, that Ralph sings different. Yeah, yeah. On the other side. That's right. It's like, ah, yeah, you might be right, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, and he, I mean, Jeff Tate was an amazing singer as well. Yeah, sure, he, he still is. Because mm. uh, we played the festival... Uh, I think it was in uh, December or so, yeah. and he was headlining. We were playing there with the band called Thinner, okay. and uh, and Chuck Tate was headlining. So he's really a, still a great singer. And yeah, like the, the old, the old Greenspike stuff is really really good. So I think Operation Minecraft is one of my all time favorite albums. Oh, great album! It's really, yeah, Empire and all the stuff. I've got an interview with uh, Matt tomorrow night, so we'll talk about more of the vocals oh, and bass yeah. as well, yeah. Ah, cool. Say a nice hello. Yeah, I will. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell him you said good day. <laughs> All right, well, thank you, Tom. I really appreciate it. Thank you for your time, Adam. I really appreciate it. Stay healthy and celebrate life, and I hope we will meet us next year in Australia and we can have uh, some cold beers together. Yeah, the definitely. Elements. Okay, thanks. Thanks, Tom. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Adam. Bye. Bye. Hello. It's Matt Sinner. Hi, Adam. Hey, good morning. Matt? How are you, Or Matt? good evening for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's nighttime here. <laughs> How are you, right? Oh, everything is okay. What a beautiful day in Germany today. So uh, the sun is shining. Uh, I have a lot of interviews. I'm recording bass today. I have a lot to do. Oh, really? So still recording? Uh, we, we're doing a new Voodoo Circle album. Oh, okay. Oh, very good. Yeah, actually, I spoke to uh, Tom yesterday about some of the guitar parts for the album. So I thought, yeah, if we can go over more of the, the vocals and bass with you today, that's all right. Yeah, we can talk about everything about yeah. <laughs> that album. No problem for me. First of all, congratulations for the, the album. It sounds great. Thank you very much. Now, with the, the vocals for this one, so is that mainly backups or did you do some lead as well? Oh, I did in the past, and, and with my own band, uh, Sinner, I'm doing the lead vocals, so I'm used to doing lead vocals. And when, when Primal Fear is going on a stage, so Ralph and me singing together, and I had some lead parts in Primal Fear in the past, but uh, uh, it's only necessary when we're coming to a point we need to make a little bit of difference. But so far on this album, I didn't have the feeling we need me singing something so i was quite satisfied with the songwriting and everything so i'm appearing here and there in the backing vocals and that's fine for me ralph is doing a wonderful job so no problem i think we're if my dog stops barking, <laughs> what gonna, the fuck? <laughs> I was just going to say, your dog's even joining in as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So I think all over the years we found quite a nice combination how we 
place the vocals, we sing together, we, we have a, a nice progress in, in our melodies and stuff. We really know how it sounds the best when Ralph is singing and I support him in the chorus, for example, or, or we sing it together or we sing in uh, 10 tracks or whatever we need in a, in a song. Yeah. I think this is a, a, a kind of progress you need in a band to, to learn about it. So the good thing is we don't need somebody from the outside who is needed to get good choirs. We can do it by ourselves and this is, this is a cool thing. Yeah, oh, for sure. Uh, Tom was saying that he and Alex spent a lot of time at your house, is that right? Writing the songs? Yeah, it's like uh, um, I start always with Magnus Carlson. We, we're writing songs all over the year and we are, we are writing partners since 12 years now. So that was the first step. And uh, the second step was that uh, Tom is living very close to me, which makes life easier. Yeah. He came to my house and we wrote uh, uh, some, some other tracks. And what I like on the combination is that Tom has that kind of vibe in his riffs, which are representing the early prime of fear. Mm. He still has that uh, uh, riffs, which are reminding me on, on, on the first album of Joseph Death or Devil's Crowd. So when, when, uh, uh, when we wrote a lot of songs together, so... I think it's a nice combination to have uh, on the one side the songs with Tom, on the other side the songs with Magnus. That makes uh, my songwriting also more interesting. And uh, I don't I don't care who wrote more on this song or on that song. It's always very different and during the whole album. And uh, but all over the the songwriting has a nice little little progress because Tom was so busy with me at this time. So uh, I'm very happy about that. last album was already really good and from the charts and the response and everything uh, our most successful album so we have to match this this is the first album again for nuclear blast which was a, a big challenge for us also a big motivation so we try to squeeze out another 10 percent on everybody and uh, uh, for example uh, i had the, the strategy to go into the studio with tom and alex and we're together and, and doing lead guitars, that not everybody is alone in the studio with me and we're working on guitars. I think it's, it, it makes a little difference if two guitarists are in the, at the same time in the same studio and playing with each other and pushing each other to, to new uh, limits. I think it was, it was really cool that we did it. So with the, uh, the lyrics, who writes most of the lyrics? Well, the lyrics, I wrote a lot of lyrics. Ralph wrote some lyrics. It, uh, it depends from song to song. And, uh, my goal is always to that the lyrics have to match the music. Yep. I think that's, that's the most important thing for me, that the flow of the lyrics are matching the groove and the, the, the riffs. I'm not writing a love song for a double bass drum uh, track. And I have to, 
to be careful with that. And I think it's really important that the lyrics are fitting into the, the kind of music. I mean, you've got you know, a lot of different variety of styles going from uh, My Name Is Fear, where you've got the big workout on the, the double bass drums, and then you know, going to other songs, like this, actually the track straight after it, I Will Be Gone, the ballad, which is another great song, but totally different with the acoustic and the nylon. Yeah, but it's really I Will Be Gone. You, you, you hear it on the title. <laughs> I wrote both lyrics, so you hear it on the title. My name is Fear. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> and I Will... I will be gone. So, uh, yeah, it's, I think it uh, really shows that I take care that the lyrics are fitting into the song. It could be a very sad song, and it could be uh, which is fitting to I will be gone. And it uh, could be a very strong lyric, which is uh, uh, My Name is Fear. So this is a, a very good example on the album, how my view in working on lyrics is uh, going on. Yeah. Now, let, let me see if I can get a hat-trick now. Now, did you write the lyrics for Afterlife as well? Yes. Hey, I got it. I wrote, I, I wrote a lot of lyrics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's probably one of my favourite songs on the album, Afterlife. Because it's so fast or what? No, no, just the, the whole song, just the, um, you know, the, the guys with their solos and just the, the riffs and the, the lyrics. Yeah, I, I love the solo part in Afterlife. It's, it's so typical Primal Fear. It's really, really good. And Afterlife is also a song which I, which I meant. I, I wrote together with Tom. Okay. And this represents a lot of a lot of the, the, the earlier vibes. And as the lead guitars uh, are going finally into that harmony solo yeah. before the last chorus, I think it's really 100% primal fear. I love it. Yeah, that's right. Actually, it's funny. Uh, I was talking to Tom about it and asked him, like, yeah, who, who did the first solo? Who did the second? So... He forgot, he had to go back and listen to the song to find out. <laughs> <laughs> it happens to me too. Not really. So, uh, so some guy asked me, can you explain me the lyrics of uh, uh, I Am Alive? I said, oh shit, I have to read it again. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever play any of these songs live? prior to lockdown? Well, uh, we never played any of these songs live because I'm really, really a serious worker in the recording studios and I don't want to come up with something uh, on a stage which is not 100% worked out. Uh, it has time. Nobody knew before that we would have that problems at the moment uh, everywhere with that yeah. coronavirus and we're not allowed to play live shows. Yeah. So, at the moment, today, we would play the last show of our American and Canada tour. We have lined up a 28-show America-Canada tour with Symphony X together, which is not happening. So yeah. we were already in the middle of touring, and, and all the summer festivals are cancelled. And also our tour in, in, in September and October in, in uh, Europe with uh, 12 countries are mm. uh, postponed. Everything is postponed to 21, so... I think we have a lot of shows to play in 21, and at least then we will have the possibility to play a lot of the new new songs. But can you imagine how, how hard it is for a musician 
That's oh, such yeah. an album out. You're you're motivated like crazy. Yeah. You want to go on on the road and and uh, you can't. Oh, but anyway, the the, the Prime of Fear fans, I think they will love the album and have a, a something nice in these crazy days. Oh, exactly right. Yeah, at least they'll have something to listen to and you know, get the songs down more before they come see you next year. One of the songs that really stood out for me, which would be a great live song, was um, Raise Your Fist. You can picture people doing that live at the concert, you know. I can't imagine that that we're playing a lot of songs of the new album live. And it would also, for us, a refreshment to have a new live set with a lot of new things. It's why we're doing this. Mm. And uh, I think I think we will play at least five or six songs of the new album uh, on, on the on the next tour, whenever it will happen. But I think this this will definitely. We love the album, we love the the songs, uh, we love the production. So so we need to play that. Yeah, well that's going to be a really hard choice because, I mean really the whole album is just full of great songs. So I can't see how you're going to do that. You know you you know already what was a hard choice is to find the right running order for the album. I asked the guys, uh, guys, would you make any suggestion? Uh, no, Matt, you do it and we accept it. And mm. Thank you for your nice support. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I was, I was alone again, alone, and uh, to to do the running order. But I think the running order is quite okay. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah, you can't you can't please everybody, but I think it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's a great finisher too, the uh, Infinity. The, I mean, it's a long song, but covers everything. Yeah, I think uh, we worked the most hard on this one. So mm. in the beginning, it was uh, Magnus and me. We had, a, we had a song which was about four and a half minutes. Magnus, this has more potential. Let's work on it and let's uh, try some, some crazy things. Then the song was nine minutes, and we were quite happy about the arrangements and such. This song has, for me, the feeling it could be the, the last song on the album. So let's add some really crazy orchestral things. And, and Magnus and me, we did it a lot of times that we are fooling around with orchestral sounds and, and big dramas and so. And then we added the last part of, of the song, which uh, ends the album in a, in a very dramatic way. I liked it and uh, Magnus liked it too. And then we are decided to to put it together and ended up with 13 and a half minutes yeah. and i and i really hope in these in these nervous and crazy times people had the the enjoyment to sit down for for that long track and listen to it very very carefully i'm not just doing other things at the same time which gives you not the right feeling for this song because this song is very special and to, to get all the parts and the atmosphere and the changes faster slower acoustic rocking metal uh, i think uh, you need to, you need the patience to sit down I hope you guys enjoyed the interview. It was really great catching up with these guys and make sure you download the album which will be out on July 24th. And again, the link is in the show notes so click straight on it, pre-order, get ready for the album. 
Now for my big announcement. So coming up in September, I will be releasing a new online guitar course. So it's for beginners and it goes through the first 10 lessons. It's got some great stuff in there. I've just finished doing the video production and now we're just looking at doing all the editing and everything else that goes with doing an online guitar course. I'm sure you guys will love it. Now look out on the Facebook group for more details. So until next week, keep jamming. <laughs>